This podcast episode is brought to you by Phone Sites. With Phone Sites, you can build a website or sales funnel that generates leads from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any tech skills or without downloading an app. Try it for free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Nate. In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, Nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera, I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable. From my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years. And marriage has never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for. I'm called to be a leader. I'm a leader, wait, cause I'm a firm believer. We can do anything we want. If I said it, then I meant it. I probably already did it. Consider it done. Consider it done. If you need some inspiration, you should play this. Championship Leadership Podcast. Hey, Bailey. Hey, what's up, everybody? Championship Leadership, and I'm excited. We have Casey Morris. She's the CEO teacher. She's a former English and language arts teacher. She now specializes in helping teachers transition from the classroom to online marketing by selling their teaching resources online. And so thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it, Casey. Thank you so much. I love everything that you stand for. So I am so excited to be here. Awesome. Well, thank you. And um, I, I, I always love to start us off by asking you, what, what comes to mind for you when you hear championship leadership? Like, what does that mean to you? So good. You know, I thought about this a lot before I jumped on with you and I was like, you know, what does that mean as far as the teaching world, which is what I'm most familiar with. And for us, you know, as teachers is the idea that there's room for everyone on the proverbial playground, right? Is that Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Um, Champions don't get where they are without the help of others. So we always encompass a collaboration over competition mindset when it comes to a team and, you know, forming a community together. So as long as you have a win-win attitude, I think that that's the same type of attitude that all champions should have too. Yeah, definitely. That's great. What, um, tell us, tell us about your story. Like tell us, so you're a teacher and you were a teacher for, for a good amount of time and transitioned to the CEO teacher. Like what led you down that path? Yeah, it's been a crazy journey. I um, graduated from college. I had a I was nine months pregnant my junior year of college and nine months pregnant my senior year of college. Um, Yeah, I have uh, four boys. We chatted about this before we jumped on the call. uh, Two of them are 12 months and 11 days apart. And I graduated during the recession trying to find a teaching job and I couldn't get one job after job. And they offered me you know, a sub job here and there, but that wouldn't even pay the daycare bill. Mm-hmm. So um, it was just a long journey of staying at home and then trying to find a job. It took almost two years before I finally found a teaching job. And I didn't realize it at the time, but I was struggling through a deep postpartum depression. And that's where my story 
really began in the classroom. And it was hard because I, I didn't understand why I had finally got the job I always wanted. I was married to the man of my dreams, had all these beautiful kids, and I was unhappy. And I felt like a failure. Like, what's wrong with me? Um, but one beautiful day, a few years after I started teaching in October of 2013, I decided to ask my doctor for help. And that same week, I found a website called Teachers Pay Teachers. If you have any teachers listening, it is an yeah. online marketplace, think eBay for teachers, where teachers buy and sell lesson plans online. So oh, wow. you can go there and you could say, hey, I'm teaching uh, anything, social studies, science about this topic and teachers make pre-made lesson plans and you can buy them. So I started buying lesson plans in hopes to kind of help myself out of a depression to make me a better teacher. And what I found was this little spark. I call it my me moment of all time or my Olympic gold medal, my World Series trophy, whatever you want to call awesome. it. But in that moment, I realized that I could do this too. And I decided that day to start selling my teaching resources online. And there's a lot more that goes into that story, but that's the short uh, version. And the rest they say is history. And I've built an online, you know, empire now in the last few years and left the classroom. And it's been an amazing, wild journey. Well, we can't just skip over the, the pinnacle moment of your life like that. <laughs> so hold up. <laughs> like this is the moment of my life, the win-win moment, the World Series, the Super Bowl, all wrapped in one. But uh, yeah, let's, let's just move on to something else. <laughs> like, I was just building up anticipation. I was going to see so, how that. <laughs> yeah. what, uh, well, tell me more. I want to hear more about this because I would think, you know, a lot of people, a lot of teachers, you know, as a coach, I, I see this all the time as well of the question is usually who am, who am I to think I could do this or like not being worthy to do this or thinking, yeah, like this is cool that some of these teachers can do it, but I could never do that. So what, what made you see in yourself that you could actually do this? That's it. Especially That's coming it. from a place that you were like postpartum and you had a lot of things going on and like, yeah, and that, in that place, it's, it's hard to see something like that. And I guess it's funny that you put it in those terms because you're so right. And a lot of my students that are going through this process feel exactly what you just said. They're like, why me? Why would anyone want to buy something from me? And I don't know what it was. It, it wasn't that I thought I was going to be great. It wasn't anything like that. It was I could make a few extra dollars and maybe pay for my Netflix bill. That was kind of how it began. And the first month I made 50 bucks. And that was when I began having a little bit more confidence in myself. And over the next two years, I had, you know, tripled my teaching salary. I was all hustle. I was working oh. my butt off at night. I was, but it was like this, when I say my me moment of all time, it was the first time in my life where I saw that whatever efforts I had put in, I was being paid for the hard work. And as a teacher, we often go through the day where we see someone next door that's putting in less effort than we are, but yet still earning the same paycheck. And it's a it's hard for us because we work so hard. And I think that I didn't realize it at the time, but that got to me a lot. And once I started putting my efforts into helping other teachers and students, I got to see this domino effect of more impact is also equaling more money for my family. And it in turn has helped me build my confidence now to know that anything is possible. You know, you can be a million dollar a year teacher if that's what you want. And I can show you the way to do that. Uh, but it all starts with that one moment 
And it doesn't have to be significant. Now looking back, it, it is significant. But in that moment, I was watching television with my husband, drinking a beer, trashy reality television. And I looked at him and was like, I mean, I could do this just as a joke, you know? Yeah. And he was like, do it. You should. But it's funny how those little moments turn into some of our defining moments. Yeah, definitely. So is, you know, I, I have, a, I do have a fair amount of teacher friends and I was a teacher, uh, kind of a teacher. I mean, I have a teaching degree and I did do some teaching. So I was a teacher for a while. Um, not a lot of them are entrepreneurial at heart. Like some of them are right. Some, some of them actually spend their summers and, and, and have a business of some sort and go out and make some extra money or, or whatever it might be. But I know a lot of them to be also like, there's a, they're a teacher for a reason. Right. And so, so is that a challenge that you run across or am I, am I not seeing that correctly? Is it different than what I, what I think it is or yeah, what, how is, is that a battle that you have with, um, with what you do to get people to believe that like, Hey, you can, you can have this business and still teach and do what you love. Totally. You're like my ideal student, by the way, like you're, you're my <laughs> ideal. Like, I'm going to just like bring you in for interviews and stuff. So <laughs> Let's do it. It's you're so right. And that's kind of where the journey began was selling my teaching resources online. And I do have an entrepreneurial spirit and it kind of ignited all these different things. But uh, for most teachers, all they see is, oh, I can make some extra money. I'm going to sell these teaching resources online, my lesson plans and make some dollars. And I help them do that. But then there comes the moment when they're excited, but they've plateaued. They're not making the money they really want to make. They're not really ready to chase after it. So it comes to this moment where you have to make a decision. You have to have a total mental mindset shift of, I'm just a teacher to I am a CEO teacher. I can yeah. be the teacher that I want to become. Um, and we go through a whole process of training your mind to believe that you are anything that you want to be. And then, you know, shifting to how do I actually turn this into a real business, a thriving business that belongs to me, that can be scaled because just selling your teaching resources online has provided an amazing income for me. But the truth is, and the, and the hard part to realize is that it, it's not going to last if you don't figure out a way to turn it into a real business because that was all hustle in the beginning. And yeah, right. you, you don't want to do that your whole life. I don't want to do that my whole life. Yeah, so totally. I want to find a way to not have to work so hard later on. So that's what we're doing now is teaching people, you know, you can work less and make more, mm -hmm. but you have to do, you have to do it with a system and a process. Yeah. So where did that entrepreneur, entrepreneurial spirit come from for you? Cause I, you know, I, I kind of figured that that was there obviously be, before that sparked you to get on this journey. Did you see that popping up in your life as you grew up or is it something that maybe was just always kind of there, but never uh, exposed? It's definitely from my dad. My dad, my dad was all work growing up. He still is. Um, he came from a household where the harder you worked, the more money you made. Mm -hmm. And he didn't graduate from college. Neither did my mom. My mom was a stay at home mom, but they had one goal in life. And, well, two. One was to raise good children and to make sure they all graduated from college. So they forced us, you know, not that we didn't want to, but they were like, yeah. you have to graduate from college. And in my mind, I was instilled that that was my ticket out. You know, I didn't have yeah. to work so hard because I went to college because my dad said that if you can graduate from college, you don't have to work so hard. And I was, you know, going to school, I got my master's degree and my specialist degree in ed leadership. And I thought that I was going to just like go up the ladder, like as quick as I was finishing these degrees and I'd go in for interviews and they would say, you just don't have enough experience yet. You're great, but 
after you teach for about 10 or 15 years, like then we'll start talking about admin jobs. And I understand experiences a lot, but I, there was this part of me that is super hard headed and said, no, I, I want to do this my way. And so I think that's where the entrepreneurial bug really started. I am an Enneagram three. I don't know if you're familiar with the Enneagram test, but it talks about your personality and all that. So, um, I, I think my hard headedness definitely led me into being an entrepreneur because I don't, I don't take no for an answer ever. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. That's great. Who, who are some, some leaders, coaches, mentors that you've had, you know, directly or indirectly that have really impacted you and kind of helped mold you into the leader that you are, the CEO teacher that you are, uh, the leader of, of this niche, this industry that you um, are at the top of. Um, who are some of those people? And maybe uh, more importantly, like what are some of the things that you've really taken from them uh, to help you on the path that you're on? Great question. The first person that changed my mindset was when I was getting my specialist degree in ed leadership. I was told to read a book and it was my first audio book I'd ever downloaded by Dr. Stephen Covey. It was seven habits of highly effective people. Um, and I was like this aha moment, this man is a genius and he is, um, teaching me about all these different, you know, avenues of life and how to be a better person and how to instill good habits every single day. And I read that book three times. That was the first audio book. And I was like, I got to listen to it again and again and again. And I listened to it again a few months ago. Um, and I, decided I wanted to meet him and tell him thank you. And then I realized that he actually has passed away. You know, his, mm-hmm. he has created this legacy though of what it means to be a highly effective person. So he is the catalyst for everything that I do. And I always go back to like, what would Stephen Covey say? My students are so tired of hearing me say that the main thing <laughs> is to keep the main thing, the main thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I probably need to get that tattooed somewhere. So yeah, he, <laughs> he's just definitely the person that has helped me see things bigger and better. That's awesome. Yes. Covey is uh, one of the greats, right? And um, yeah, that book is as well. Um, what is the big vision for you with CEO teacher? And like, you know, where do you want to go? Where do you want to take this? How many people do you want to impact? Um, will this always be for teachers? Is there, is there something past this? You are my favorite interview ever of all time. because. You're asking the questions I always want to chat about. (laughs) You need to tell more people that. I will. Uh, So many times, you know, I do, I do podcast, do about 10 podcast interviews a week and it's tell us your story. That's how it always starts. And then it's um, tell us about your business. And then it's like, give someone like a final, you know, push or something. So this is fun. Like these are the things that no one really knows about, you know, that it has to be, I was just telling you, it's gotta be bigger than just selling a course and everything. By the way, I live in small town, South Georgia, and I'm right next to a train track. So if I'm talking and the train rolls by, we're just going to roll with it, if that's cool. Oh, with good, because I might have a dog barking in the in Okay, back good. Too, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, you know, I didn't know what that looked like for a long time, but recently I have made it a mission to have a 10-year plan. What do you want? How, do you, how much you want to sell your business for? Very clear vision of what you can't, you can't make dreams happen if you don't know where you're going. And I had to have a very clear path on what that meant. So I want to impact 10,000 teachers. Uh, Right now we have coached over about 1200, but I want to impact 10,000 teachers through my program in the next 10 years. I want them to create their own course and their own membership that helps children all over the world. 
it's coming like by now. Um, and I want to give to them a place where they can house all of their hopes and their dreams together. And I can be a main website that supports teachers where people can come to and find anything that they want to learn about from the people that do it best. And that's teachers. Great. I love it. That's beautiful. Very clear. What um, you started with basically lesson plans, right? Yeah. But what has that evolved into? Like, yeah, what, do you, what are your programs? You've talked about your programs a few times or you mentioned them a few times. What exactly are you doing right now? Like, how are you helping the teachers? Because I'm sure that's evolved too since the first day. Yeah. So pro, right at the beginning, it was uh, just selling lesson plans. So I created like sight word games. Um, I also taught middle school. So I was just doing all sorts of things. You know, you need help teaching this reading story. I can help you out there. Um, and so with that, I had like, tripled my teaching salary. It was crazy. I was just, it was a pure volume play. But last year in 2018, I decided to launch a course because the number one question I got at Walmart was, how did you leave the classroom? Like what, how did that happen? I mean, what yeah. are you doing online? So I said, well, I'll make a course and I'll teach teachers how they can do it too. Yeah. So that's kind of how it started. And now it has evolved into the CEO teacher Academy. And I go through literally everything we talked about from the very beginning of the idea of you want to make some money online to the total mindset shift in the portion called make the shift that evolves into make the business where I take your idea and I show you how you can package that into a course to sell online or a membership to sell online, or it could be a t-shirt company. I've got teachers with subscription box services. You know, what do you want to be, but still allow you to do what you do best? And that's teaching. Cause that's what we're, that's the link we were missing there is we were just selling our resources online, but we weren't feeling fulfilled because we weren't able to do what we do best. Yeah. 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 Actually, you know what, this is just making me think we, one of our clients, she's a teacher. We don't have a lot of teacher clients. Most of our clients are like business owners, entrepreneurs. Um, But regardless, she's a teacher, just got back into teaching here this past year. And she was talking about, yes, just yesterday, like create, she's our teacher uh, creating a program or a curriculum for homeschool um, kids. You know, it sounds like that's kind of a lacking area uh the art department is but uh, we were just literally having that conversation yesterday so i need to connect you too so yeah i would love to bounce my ideas off of each other because if you can find an area where people need something i know you know this as an entrepreneur too then the sky is the limit and teachers don't have a person they don't have a person that they can go to and say like she gets it she wants me she has all these goals and these dreams for me so I, every day I walk through my life and ask myself, like, am I being that person for them every single day? Yeah. What is, uh, this is a good one for you. I hope, um, we all have these critical moments, these turning points in our life and some are bigger than others, I suppose, but it's usually this moment of kind of coming to the fork in the road where a lot of people would, you know, maybe well-intentioned, but but hard to see it that way sometimes when you're at that fork and they want you to go left, like the path that everybody's going down. It's, it seems like the safe path or the path that, that you should take, but you know, in your heart of hearts, it's just like not the road you want to go down and everybody, everything is telling you that you need to go right. You know, that road less traveled and it takes a lot of courage to be able to make that decision. Uh, and had you not made that decision, you wouldn't be sitting here where you are today as a CEO teacher and you might be completely somewhere else in life. Is there a moment that really comes to mind for you that you could share with the listeners? 
Totally. Last year it was, um, I'm, you know, making great money, left the classroom, selling my teaching resources online. I was seven months pregnant and I told my husband that I know I'm supposed to do this because this is where I'm making all the money right now. But what if I told you that like, I have this idea and like, this is what's, I feel like I'm being called to do. And he said, well, it sounds crazy. And I said, and there's a course <laughs> I want to buy that costs X amount of dollars, but yeah, then I need yeah. this course that costs this much and this one and this one. But yeah. if I do all these, then it'll work. <laughs> um, so it took a little bit of investing. And I, that's a big thing for teachers is like investing big money in courses is scary. But I would never have the knowledge. I have specific knowledge about specific skills now that I would have never had had I not had bought those courses about launching a product and running your own Facebook ads and building a community and all kinds of things that I've built. Um, now I have a team that I've built in a year's time. So think about where you want to be a year from now. And if everyone wants you to go one way, I love that you that brought up the road less travel, by the way, go the other way, because it's going to pay off again and again. Yeah. And a lot of people from the outside looking in, like it's, they just don't know. Right. Or you're about to do something that maybe they've always wanted to do secretly themselves, but they've just never been able to, to make that decision or that choice. And, um, you know, it's like, what are you doing? It basically people, most people want guarantees, right? They're like, well, what if it doesn't work out? Well, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Right. It, I mean, life seems to have find a, a funny way of always working out in some, some way or form. Um, so I just love that you did make that decision, but how is that conversation with these other teachers that you're working with? Cause you talked about it a little bit and I, I don't think it's just teachers. It's, it's people in general, like the thought of investing. I know I remember the first time I made a significant investment in myself and what was significant to me five years ago is like, I laugh at now because I've made much larger investments since then. And I'm sure I will continue to, but, um, but it is a, it is a huge mind shift and block for a lot of people. They can't see past the dollar amount that it might cost versus what the value is and the return that you're actually going to get. Is that something that you run into um, working with teachers inside of your company? Totally. I mean, my program that we just relaunched is three times what it was a year ago yeah. uh, in price wise. And there are always going to be people that say, you're crazy. Why would you charge that much? And I looked at all the courses I bought and I thought to myself, <laughs> it made me mad. I was like, why would I pay you $3,000 for a program yeah. that you're, you're insane. There's no way. <laughs> and then you read all the fine print and you start digging down deep and you tell yourself, but what if this works? Right. Um, I spent $4,000 on courses 365 days ago that have paid me back tenfold. Yeah. So what, what if it works? Well, it's never a question to me anymore is what if it works? It'll work. You just got to put in the work. Yeah, so if you're worried about the investment, you're looking at it in the wrong lens. You're worried because you're worried you may not be successful. You're worried you may not have what it takes. But if you can instill in yourself the belief and the knowing that no matter what, I will make this work, then it's just a drop in the bucket. Yeah, and it, and it has to be, that number has to be big enough uh, for some to like force them to actually make it work, right? Like, all right, well, I just, like, I have no choice now but to go and do the work and, and do what's required because I'm not going to waste this money that is, you know, for many, it's a, it's a significant sum, so. Um, yeah, James yeah. Wedmore told me that the transformation is in the transaction. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I love that. I love that. What's, um, what are one or two things that you could leave with the listeners uh, that would really help them to move forward? Maybe it's some, some guiding principles that you live by uh, that they could just take and like actually implement and put into the life today to help move, move themselves forward. Yeah, work-life balance is a hard thing that we try to achieve all the time. And what I've realized is that it's not a real thing. That doesn't really happen. But if you can find one area in work and in life and in leisure that you want to focus on, then you can help this you know, even out the scale a little bit more. And so for me, it's always uh, nature with leisure, anything that involves nature, whether it's I got to run outside today, or I got to bike outside today, or I got to read or walk outside today. And then uh, with work, it's like finding my main thing each day to focus on and to feel like I'm accomplished. And then with life, it is, you know, is it spending more time with my kids that day? Is it spending more time with my husband that day? Is it cooking dinner around the family table? So whatever you can do to balance all three aspects of your life, you should do it. And in return, you will live a fulfilled life. And um, it really isn't about the money. I know we've talked a lot about money, but it, if you put your focus on the impact and how many people you can serve then yeah, the money will come Yeah, totally. um, and it won't even be a thing anymore. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. How do you continue to, to plan like we got the new year coming up, right? So a lot of people are kind of in that in that frame of mind of, of getting geared up and ready for this this year coming up. Um, maybe for teachers, it's a little bit different because they're they're just in like the middle of a school year. Um, but uh, but how do you how do you do that? How do you prepare? How do you know when to make shifts and in, in, in what you're doing, the content that you're putting out, and the value that you're delivering, the programs that you create, like. What's the process for you on in, in all inside of all that? It's always North Star. So we have a we have a North Star mission, and um, anytime I I go off the North Star, the team's like Casey. They start because I get really Come excited and I have. <laughs> I'm like, let's do all the things, you know. Yeah. Why don't we try this? Let's. And they're like, absolutely not. So um, we're doing a live event in the middle of 2020. We've never done that before. So everything that we do has to make sure that we are going towards that vision and mission and all of that kind of stuff. So uh, I've put people in the right places in my, on my team, hired two people. It's just crazy. One girl fell into my direct messages a year ago and I hired him for three hours a week. They now work for me 40 hours a week. And um, it's crazy. We're about to hire some new people in a few weeks and just my main goal for 2020 is systems and processes. I don't know if you've ever read the book, The E-Myth Revisited by Michael yeah. Gerber, but mm -hmm. he talks about the one, it was just mind blowing. He said, the one thing that successful businesses, that billion dollar businesses have that no one else has is, is a perfect system and process that they can implement. Like McDonald's, you can give it to any, you can franchise it out. Yeah. So if you can do that in your business, you'll be as successful as you want to be. So that's our, that's our term for 2020 is systems and processes. That's what, that's kind of where we're headed. I love it. Yeah, that, that is important. And, uh, you know, I'm, and I know it is. And, and it's one thing that I think there's a lot of resistance around for whatever reason, like I have resistance around it. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like, feeling restricted that you, you know, you have to fall into the system and process. But of course, like it is absolutely necessary to scale and to continue to grow. Um, so yeah, I, I love that. That's great. Well, um, I appreciate you taking some time out of your day today to be with us. Um, any last thoughts or words for the listeners before we close this out? Yeah, just always 
go after what feels right. You know, even if it's a day by day decision, um, don't ever close a door on something that feels right. And I closed the door for a long time. And going back to that first thing I chatted about with postpartum depression is that it's okay to ask for help. I was too proud for four years and I missed four years of my children's life because of that. So please, uh, if you hear nothing else I say today, I like to just end with make sure that you have an accountability system and you ask for help because you can never get those years back. Yeah. Thank you. What are some ways that we can find out more about you, follow you and see what you're up to? Yeah. Come find me on Instagram. I do Instagram stories every day of my life. It's just at Casey Morris. It's spelled weird. K-A-Y-S-E. And I am on Facebook. We go live weekly with teachers and talk about entrepreneur stuff. It's just at the CEO teacher. So thank you so much for having me. I greatly appreciate being on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. And uh, have a great day. I appreciate it. You too. No five and no six. I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, Nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera. I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable. From my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years. And marriage has never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for. I'm gonna be a leader, I'm gonna lead the way, cause I'm a firm believer. We can do anything we want. <laughs> if I said it, then I meant it. I probably already did it. Consider it done. If you need some inspiration, you should play this championship leadership podcast. Hey, Bailey. Hey, babe.